We are so sad you made it on this sad stream. Dang, he's down sad. Not even down bad. It's a little worse being down sad. But we'll talk a little bit about Apes and Punks. I know Lou has uh, gotten a lot off his chest, a lot off his chest already, but Babs isn't here, so we got to talk behind his back about Apes. Do some DeFi, talk some rugs, talk some terrible drop mechanics, other stuff. We're going shopping with Trey's wallet, too. So let's get after it. Club and GMI are not financial advisors. The content on this show is for educational purposes only. Do not overinvest by a lot. Oh, God. Do your own research. We need likes and subscribes to go up. Can't devs do something? We are... Club NGMI. I I don't know why I set myself up for failure because that's a terrible. It's hard to get the timing down right because I don't want like dead air after Hard Rock Nick and then I hit the intro at the right time. <sighs> uh, again, down sad. So, um, Lou, how how has your week been this week in DeFi NFT world? Is that right? Saturday was just a crazy crazy day i was like getting ready to go out because it's a saturday night and then just like every coin plummets at the same time and people are trying to it was crazy gas went way up because everyone trying to get out of their farms i mean it just showed a lot of people are over levered by a lot and there, uh, still, there was a rescue mission still you'd think they'd learn their lesson by and then they go right back in yeah <laughs> well there, there was a liquidation rescue mission in our discord too i'm not gonna out who it was but that was pretty neat i i saw the back end of it afterwards because they uh got helped out and then paid it back eventually but yeah liquidation is real um yeah. i i checked one when i first got up and luckily i wasn't liquidated very small small bag but yeah people are definitely over invested by a lot as you said trey welcome back uh thank you appreciate it you feeling a little bit better um yeah i feel like i got my energy back uh well the last i've been mia pretty much the last two weeks with uh with covid i tested positive on thanksgiving so that was that was fun literally on thanksgiving day so thursday and friday of thanksgiving were pretty rough uh but for the most part just been super tired like just completely zapped me of all my energy so i i know i said i replied to king in the discord i said I've pretty much exclusively been sleeping and uh, catching up on some Netflix shows. That's pretty much all I have, the energy and mental energy to even entertain. So last two weeks have been, you know, just, uh, you know, some much need, maybe some much needed downtime. That's all spin it. I, I was going to ask you that because I'm, uh, I am down. I'm not down. I'm not actually sad. I'm, I'm fine, but I'm mentally exhausted. I think is the right way to put it from this yeah. DeFi and NFT stuff. And I've, I've it's hit just... a personal cold streak. And so that just sucks mentally. Um, so I was thinking, like, I messaged a couple of buddies who know I'm in this. And I said, you know, maybe I need to find other interests other than NFTs and crypto. Maybe just yeah. anything else. So what was what was it like to have a couple of weeks off? It was, of this stuff no, it's, it's, this was truly, like, the first time that I have removed myself completely. Like, even other times when I'm not as active, like, I'm still checking in on the Discord and, like, following what's going on. You know, and I would still browse Twitter and stuff for the most part over the last couple of weeks, but like getting into Discord and just following like the day to day stuff, like 
pretty much non-existent. Um, other than like, I think Babs or you guys let me know that uh, mother effers were, were dropping and stuff like that. So like I, I got in on some of that stuff and I still followed it a little bit, but it, it was like, it was actually pretty refreshing to just be able to pretty much not even, I didn't even really worry about discord. I kind of just chilled and, you know, stuck to my, uh, you know, I caught up on succession and uh, Yellowstone. So kind of just whipped through both of those while I was, while I was out. I feel like we got um, more requests for drop alerts at one point. And then one yeah. day we had like 10 <laughs> drop alerts. Which I love. Like, we don't have drop alerts anymore. Yeah, that's so then we start sending them. And then, <laughs> of course, everyone complains about every drop alert. <laughs> So, no, I loved that because that was like the perfect time for drop alerts to come back for me because I was like, oh, cool. I can just, you know, dangy will just ping me every time. Uh, every time something's dropping, I can get uh, a dangy confidence score. Yeah, I I, I think we got to keep keep doing it when we know of them. But with we haven't had many good mints lately and or many, many exciting mints. Not even good or bad about putting value on it, but exciting ones. I guess, you know, looking back. Uh, self-scouting, this will be a decent transition. I should have dropped alert for Artblocks Curated in case people were, you know, reading the great reading a great book, doing their day jobs, yeah. and they forgot about Curated or whatever. Um, but this was a uh, a pretty weird Artblocks Curated. So um, <clears throat> my personal journey with this was, I know we were excited about it before because, oh, this guy is notable. Uh, he's well-known, etc. And, oh, they're starting at 15 ETH for the Dutch auction, which is high. They always say this, but and I believe it. They don't expect anybody to buy up there, but that's a high price. And then I looked at the art and I was like, "No, what is this? <laughs> Looks like crap." Um, and then I watched that video, which some people liked. And then it started out with at the be- at the dawn of humanity or something like that. I'm like, "Okay, I'm out. I like I can't. Like you're Too just cheesy, too self important. Like that is pretty cheesy." <laughs> You're doing generative art. Like I get it. It's, it can be really cool and meaningful and people can get a lot out of that. But like the dawn of humanity, seriously, buddy. So I kind of shut off from there. So um, I still fought along with that art blocks drop, but um, it got all the way down to 0.25 and then minted out. And now the floor is above two already. The curate, wait, the curated did. Okay. So I didn't even, I didn't end up following it. I, I, t- I showed some interest in it earlier today, but then I was just like, you know what? I, I'm not doing this. You guys were talking like about whether you were going to fire at three e prior to prior to it minting, and it got all the way down to point two five. Yeah, I mean that's crazy, and we're seeing it around two right now. So I don't think guessing that it wasn't going to go under two before was that crazy. It seems like maybe were people just is this just the new strategy? Like I won't go. go until you go. Yeah. I mean, that's yes been the no. strategy this whole time, though. I mean, why why did it take this long for that for it to culminate to that point? My thought is people don't think right now they'd be able to resell it for five, so they're not going to buy it three. That's, hmm. like, that's my thought. But it's getting that far under one seemed kind of wild to me. Oh, that's, that's definitely wild. I mean, when you buy it like two or three ETH, you got to take into account, you know, the, even even if you are on a Dutch and you're trying to get ahead of the crowd, I mean, you're still paying a decent amount in gas. And then that 10% fee between the OpenSea and then the creator and Artblocks getting their cut, I mean, that's that's pretty killer when it comes to profit. So, I mean, if you buy it like two ETH, you really got to sell for like 
to feel good, you got to sell above three at least. So it's kind of tough to grind out profit on those on those art blocks curateds when you're buying at such a high price point as it is. It kind of brought us back to before they did Dutch auctions. Yeah. Like this is what the action mm-hmm. of it would have been. Oh yeah. If it was that like 0.1, 0.2 initial drop. So That's I don't know, maybe, point. I mean, should our block switch yeah. back? Yes, is they that, absolutely it, should. It I mean, seems why like not try it at this point, right? In a way. Well, yeah. and if, I mean, they don't have as much interest per se right now because the, the EV is so, is so, is not existent with the, well, it used to be with the Dutch auction. So why not? I mean, what, what do you have to lose going back to it? Right. I mean, maybe, I guess maybe the artists probably don't like it as much because then, right. I mean, it'd be, that's an interesting like yeah, case study. Time. Like, are they, are the, are the artists going to make more by having their droppy much more hyped um, and selling at a lower price point so they can kind of drive those secondary sales or is it better to get all that initial stuff, you know, <laughs> right just, away? It's just a description. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Eric, for the idea. Since the dawn of humanity, the moon's phases have fascinated humans, influencing any number of activities on Earth, including ocean tides, seasons, harvests, migrations, hunting, cr- crime, sleeping, sex, and has inspired countless works of art. The first lunar calendar, dated to 32,000 BC, was discovered, drawn on animal bone and caves. It's believed hunters during the last ice age used these portable lunar calendars to anticipate the behavior of different animals like mammoths. Since then... Our moon has been imprinted across all our ancient and modern cultures, even becoming the system from which our Gregorian calendar evolved from. In the present day, investors in crypto have used the moon symbolically. Yeah, so... (laughs) You seem exhausted just reading that, like... (laughs) I I don't know. We had the art show where, of course... We don't know. We don't get the art. We don't understand the art. We don't understand the history of it. But that, it just felt like a lot for me. Um, it didn't seem like an art blocks drop. That's a good, yeah. Like it seemed like he was doing his own thing. So why was he doing it through art blocks at all? Because he, he tweeted a few times about that where he's making this like his own thing, but, but launched it on art blocks. But it's, he's regenerating it over time based on like the moon cycles. And I don't know. It did, it just felt weird that it was connected to art blocks. Uh, Ori, I am far, I'm far too sober for this kind of conversation. I would need much more THC in my body. I believe to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no one gets art. Um, <clears throat> I, I just don't. Well, and this, Lou, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Uh, you've said earlier that influencers no longer matter. I believe the catalyst here was that Pranksy swept the floor of this art box curated. But it already got up over one at that point. Oh. Didn't it? I, I, he, honestly, I feel I, like Pranksy's always a little bit late to the party now. He always comes in and sweeps these floors when it's already pumped a little bit, actually. Because when I, he swept it, it became one point four or five. Oh, uh, okay. But like throughout the day, it was, it, it ran right up to 0.6, like immediately. And then it seemed like it flattened out a little around 0.8. So maybe he brought it from 0.8 to 1.4 or something like that. Yeah. I, well, I, I bought at 0.5 and since it got down to 0.25, I was just ready to cut losses and I didn't like how mine looked at all. So I sold very early at 0.61 <laughs> 
and I made a whopping 0.05 Ethereum off of it. Yeah. Um, Who's that guy? Some guy. Second. There's a second guy who had like 50 of them. And then, now he's doing pretty good, right? If he, can, like, if he wants to sell, yeah, them he's again. chilling now. It seemed like there were a few different people that were buying this one in bulk. Maybe it's just a different crowd than normally yeah. gets these art blocks. I so I get the, the influencers don't matter thing. It, it's kind of become a little bit of a bit. But um, because originally what happened was Gary V had crypto goons on a spaces and it didn't pop off. So that's where I was like, influencers don't matter because it went from I like see. 0.25 to 0.3 and just stayed there um and then there was another one that day i think that someone tweeted about it and nothing happened so it was, it was kind of a joke that i was making off of that but then i mean i don't know maybe that is a talking point like do influencers matter as much as they maybe used to because i think mm -hmm. a lot of people are are kind of over some of this stuff in general like gary is currently pumping those flower girls right um yeah he pumped the the brain vomits they went up to like oh. 0.9 eth and then they came all the way back down so is it is it more like if there's an influencer pump it just means more reason to that's when you should be selling sell into that pump but you don't want it you don't want to see the pump happen that that's my personal strategy nowadays because I, I yeah. still believe we're more into winter than we are into summer so yeah i see a pump i go great i can get out goodbye and then things die like super quickly, like a, a couple of weeks ago, like groupies and galactic apes and a few others like Robotos even like ran up pretty like above one, I think for even some of them. And then now I'm looking and they're they're all right back down to like 0.3 or 0.4 now, like right where they were chilling at when we all thought it was winter. And then we got that pump and now it's just right back to where they were. So I don't know. Things are it, it is it is a weird market dynamic for sure. But yeah, it, it seems like a lot of stuff is very short-lived if it's not very, very blue chip or very, very hyped. Yeah. Um, Eric is asking in the chat, is chat engagement good for the algo? I'm trying here. Eric, I, <laughs> um, you know, if there's one thing that you know about us as a show, we are algo maxis. Uh, we are pumping out things geared towards the algorithm. Oh, man. Hashtags. Um, we just love it. So, yeah, I've heard that it's good for the algo so please keep going we're we're gonna need you to reach level 50 to get to the whitelist okay i have an algo yes. story some are saying not not dollar sign algo but i have an algorithm story so i i posted something to lucky traders tiktok the other day and the thumbnail was me and i spoke for the first few seconds and then you know it was like just a whatever clip from one of our episodes and now like five of my irl fans started friends started following them How's that for an oh. algo? Someone, one of them saw my head in there, right? Or it's because it came from my phone or something. And now all of a sudden they just started following it. I was like, oh, well, now I'm caught. There you go. Yeah, docs. Yeah, definitely like and subscribe. That's right. So we do need to. Uh... <laughs> Eric just doxed my rank in the Discord. Yeah. Um, my rank. Yeah, Eric, I do need to get a job. Um, <clears throat> we do He's, have a he passed me really that's what he's well, saying yeah that's crazy it's it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be by channel exactly and that ties into we're, we're gonna have a, a special guest come on in a little bit 
Uh, we're going to get some alpha from them, I believe. And it ties into DeFi. So those of you who are close listeners, you may know who I'm alluding to. Um, allegedly, they're going to come hang out in a little bit. So we'll talk more DeFi stuff. And I believe they'll be more equipped even to guide Sherpa Trey into putting his ETH to work in the DeFi streets. And maybe oh, yeah. in a safe way, maybe in a not safe way, because, oh boy, we've got some stories for you. So um, let's see. Let's see. Do we want to do board eight, board eights versus punks stuff? I honestly don't care. We could lose kind of shrugging. Trey, I mean, do you care about apes and punks? I mean, I'm still, I, I'd still, I don't have either. I, I guess I have exposure to mutant to apes through mutant apes, but I would still rather have a punk. I mean, that's I just have me. a, I guess um, a different question. We could talk about similar to it though. Ooh. Is, is the apes coming down? bad for the overall market that's more my concern than apes passing them are are apes coming down i thought they were i thought that they were still like well punks have come down 25 percent or whatever over the weekend and people are just down on punks is that bad in general for the nft NFT market in general this seems pretty exclusive to just the FUD or whatever you want to call it surrounding the, the copyright issues. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it really speaks to the NFT market as a whole. Normally I would say in other circumstances, if punks were, if the punk floor was coming down, I would agree. Um, but in this circumstance, it just feels like it's kind of isolated. So I don't think it's really indicative of the the NFT market as a whole, really. Because you're seeing, I mean, you're seeing apes hang in there pretty tough right now. Uh, It doesn't seem like everything is, you know, following punks like everything follows Bitcoin, or at least. I guess I thought of it because of the art blocks today. Like art blocks and punks, people are down on those because that's what really drove a lot of the bull markets in the, you know, in the summer months there. So that was what I was thinking about earlier today. Yeah, Eric, Eric is possible. saying the quiet part out loud. He's <laughs> right. This what is are these people about. doing with their seven? Yeah, where does their money go? Well, and known, I can tell you, yeah. um, this is this is very on brand. But I have because I'm a corruption holder, I have Dom wallet alerts up. Uh, yeah. Dom took the 80 ETH that he got for his punk and put it right to Coinbase immediately. So he's go. not sweeping your bag straight Eric. to the uh, centralized exchange. It out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's paying some bills. Maybe I mean, it's the end of the year, man. I mean, that could literally be your tax bill for the year. I mean, right there, like, boom, you just sell a punk and there's your, you know, covers your taxes for the year. I, I also think punks, the, the thesis for, yeah, probably. <laughs> for being honest yeah, he, like, uh, he had a, he had a pretty good year. Um, he did. For punks, the thesis for why they were more valuable than the other NFTs is also why they were unique and why I think they're, I don't think they're really market setters anymore. I think board apes are more that now. And that's because the apes are building punks or not punks are like Bitcoin. Like we've mentioned, they don't do anything. Essentially apes do everything. They get celebrities to introduce themselves, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think the apes are more indicative of what the projects need to be nowadays versus punks being just historical figures. So if I had to pick one, I'm boring and old, so I'd probably agree with Trey that I would rather have a punk. Also, because just the board ape kind of hoopla 
doesn't really appeal to me. And I just I get, called it. Hoopla. Yeah, it's like a time horizon thing. Like I'm just, more yeah. confident in a punk long term, but I think yeah. short term, you could definitely make the case that that board apes. Oh. Right. At For this sure. point, board apes might be more likely to hit a hundred before punks hit a hundred again. You don't know. You know, I don't know. I just I, I mean game. i'm the same way i think i think a lot of people are getting caught up in recency bias though yeah. like there has been a lot of hype around apes and and stuff but there's we gotta remember they're not even what are they are they even eight months old at this point um they haven't even existed for over a year yeah. yet whereas punk stayed all the way back to 2017 they're always you can't take that like provenance away from them i know that they're not the first but they are they are the first digital collectible that you know had any sort of backing or provenance on the ETH blockchain. So, I I mean whether they were first or whether Curio Cards is first, whatever. Um, I think they're they're going to have that provenance still in like five years. Uh, so similar to these other blue chips, so we had Punk's Hero releasing their their coins. There's two now, and that pumped their floors as well, pretty good. I just went and looked at the uh meta heroes floor which is right now 3.77 well that seems bugged maybe I don't it, know, it got up to over five at one point up. yeah didn't it when all the adidas stuff was coming out adidas bumped it up to five for sure yeah because i was looking it, it's I'm funny the day before my... that i was talking to babs because i was like i i was like itching to buy something in that range and so I was talking to him and then I was like, oh no, I'll just, I'll hold and I'll, I'll buy a clone X instead. And then the next day, all of a sudden, like Meta Heroes went up to five. I was like, well, if I just bought it, then I could have made a clone <laughs> yeah. but um, paid for your clone X. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, the, the people are tired of, of punks versus apes. Yeah. So that's fine. While we're waiting for our special guest to appear, um, I'll pivot. Because we recently had a vote. we Basically, we had nominations in the Discord for Ori of the Month. If you all remember, Ori, uh, we've, we've crowned Ori of the Month as basically member of the month, essentially, for the group. And it's because Ori's story was, Ori's story was incredible. So this month, I haven't even talked to you all about this, but it's, it's it was overwhelming in the voting that Iron Mikey is the Ori of the Month. And that dude... Uh, Mikey is a grinder, grinder. and I love it. Yeah. He just, he, uh, I can't even think about how much work he puts in on these things with discords and just um, grinding the whitelist. And f- the best part is finding them and bringing them into the group is the best part about what he does. Very organized, uh, too. There's a spreadsheet, there's color codes. The <laughs> yeah. brighter the green, the more confident it's in. Inc- <laughs> he's got a color coding system. I love it so much. And love Mikey. His basement is incredible. Uh, I think that's the most underrated part. Um, if you've ever seen his basement photos, we love we love to see that. So uh, I am personally very interested to see what Mikey is going to put on his mug because, you know, um, Ori had the Animatheriums, which uh, was just iconic. And then Chung has Defaced, which is, you know, it's a very iconic Chung NFT as well. Mikey, I don't really have... Uh, is, is is that his? I think he's got a pur as his PFP. Yeah, that's what I thought. I wonder. I wonder what he's going to pick. We'll see because he could also pick 
Oh, this is a good one from David. The water chestnut mug. Ooh, yeah. Um, I like that. <clears throat> so, uh, shout out to Mikey. Um, also, going self-involved goings-ons. We had two giveaways in the last two days in the Discord. We gave away... <laughs> before This happened before they were pumping and then while they were pumping. Um, <clears throat> gave away uh, one of the ba- the a- little baby ape whatever... What was the exact one of this one? The kid, Ape Kids Ape Club. Kids Club. Yeah. Yeah. Ape Kids Club, um, which pumped during that time. And also, Baby Apes. Wh- are those the original ones? <laughs> well, their original project was the original one. I guess that's how you word it. Like, they I had an initial project that came out in, like, I don't know, June or something. But, but this then, is their, the- like, 10,000 version of it. They had 200. Oh. It, it's like Galactic Apes versus their original ones. It's similar to that. I see. Um, and I think the Ape Kids Club might have a better floor than, than Galactic Apes right now. Oh, really? They, they were down bad. <laughs> they down bad. Yeah. yeah. I think they hit point two at one point. Yeah, point, the Galactic Apes then? 0.37. Okay. Oh, man. That's sad. That is sad, but I wonder when missions are going to show up. So it's uh, that's kind of how kind of got a lot of these. Yeah, you kind of got a lot of these projects that are sitting like now we're actually kind of waiting for a lot of these projects to to deliver on their promises of games. And some are kind of popping up and we're seeing which ones actually are still working on it and which ones are just full of shit. Uh, Well. And that's always the big question. Like we, I mentioned earlier, I'm a Dom Maxi, and he put out a video of a game that he has, and it's a 2D scrolling skateboarder guy. And I'm like, I that does nothing for me. And then, uh, not to rehash it, but Bored Apes are going to have a video game, a mobile game coming out soon, but that's been delayed. Are people really going to want to play it? There's some incentive to get money, but is that fun? People do seem pretty excited for it. Could you imagine but, if they stuck the landing on that? I mean, they would apes would go nuts. I mean, absolutely bananas. Apple, well, you saw the statement Apple made about it. Apple, no. Apple wouldn't let them have it because that's true. Um, because you can't sell NFTs on there. I believe so. Basically, how I read it was. Apple isn't getting any sort of cut, so they didn't want to do it. That's how I read it. Um, of the the NFT sales stuff. Yeah. Huh. Since you can't like buy and sell on the app itself, um. So I don't know. Yeah, it was an Apple issue. <laughs> oh. They should have let the Android Man, users Vox, still play. What is the Vox floor now? Because. I sold After my last one today. like two or three weeks ago, but I well, saw it on my WGMI. I mean, it was like the floor was like 1.8 or something. Got over one, but I think today brought it back down, right, Dingy? Well, I don't yeah. even know what the floor is. Yeah, well, it's, it's still 1.8. Okay. This is why I'm down sad, is part of why I'm down sad is for this box stuff. So, unfortunately, th- this would be a perfect role for Babs because Babs is sick. Therefore, he's probably cranky and he was involved in this drop from the start. So 
there was a Morant, but I'll I'll do my best. I'm, I'm mostly sad. Not I don't I don't conjure up too much mad. Uh, there was a drop for Mirandis, <clears throat> which is a box. Basically, it's an it's an eleven fifty five that you can then redeem for a different token that'll be a seven twenty one that you can use in the game, um, which are going to be per their website less valuable than the current boxes in Townstar, but still valuable. So. To do this drop, you had to convert your ETH over to Gala Coin, which would pump up the price of Gala Coin, which is the native token over there in Townstar. One of the native tokens. I'm not exactly sure the tokenomics. Um, and then you have to move it over to your separate wallet over in Gala. And then you have to wait. Wait patiently. And then you have to click a button very quickly to get the box. And then you wait. And then you wait. And then you wait. So this started at 5 Eastern. So I was prepping from like 4.15 and then I was ready to be done at like 5.15. Like, okay, quick drop, in and out. I'm not going to try to flip these. I'll hold them. Goodbye. 5.15 shows up. Still not ready. 5.30. Still not ready. What, what Ray? 5.45. Still not ready. 6. Not ready. 7. 7? No. Like 6, it was getting ready. And then they started dropping the original ones for the gold gala holders. Just you could not get through this website at all. It was just broken. It was like parallel, but much worse in that you would try to click a button to submit your payment and then it wouldn't process. So the first 888 is done. And then we come in and they say, okay, let's wait another 15 minutes to 645. And then we're going to do it again for the rest of them for the 8,000. So then you try to do the same thing again. Yada, yada, yada. You go and you're able to send your Gala coin through the blockchain somewhere. <laughs> and then it says you're waiting. Oh, my God. Art chick. That hurts. Uh, 3.9. Wow. Uh, so you go and you send this to the ether in the middle of nowhere. And it says, okay, we're waiting to process your uh, transfer. So basically, this is kind of like way back when Rovi World, when you would send ETH somewhere and then they would send you back an NFT. It wasn't really a contract interaction. So you sent the stuff that you paid. It was about an ETH for each box. Um, and then they would say, okay, we owe you some. But then, but then, the orders got canceled. So... I sent my Gala coin out, got canceled, about two ETH worth. Eric sent his Gala coin out, redacted amount worth, got canceled. Babs sent his out, I believe, got canceled. Uh, so a lot of people currently have Gala coins sent out, and they don't have it back in their wallet yet, which we will get eventually. And um, what's happening now is the price is getting crushed because people bought it up to go participate in the drop, and now they're dumping it back down <laughs> so i don't even know what the price is right now it doesn't matter because i don't have the coin i'm going to get it back at some point and it's going to be worth some amount nothing so it's it, it's very tilting on a number of levels because it's like okay we're in web3 we're in smart contract world we're not really using smart contracts the way that you could to make this a more efficient process where i give you money you give me nft no it's i give you money maybe i get it back so I give you money and then I get it back at some point, maybe. Um, and also we're using Web2 software as checking things out. So it's sneaker bot world. I'm not saying this was botted. I don't know that it was, 
but why are we doing web two stuff? And it's just painful because we also know now we know that these Miranda's and Vox drops are, can be very profitable for the play to earn folks just printing their town money. And that's what hurts the most. I think is we were drug into this Vox thread in the discord where they're very polite and kind to each other because they're all extremely rich now. And we go in there for a little drop. Hey, can I have a chance at the rarity, please, sir? And then we don't. And we just, we literally <laughs> pumped their bag. We basically locked up our coins for them to, to have more exit liquidity. So did you guys all have to go buy that gala gold thing? Because I bought, the, uh, I remember buying that back during like the first Vox drop and I still have it. Um, I still had it. And that, I was like, okay, good. I've got a little leg up. I can get this first section. And then no. <laughs> no. no. Nothing. I am sad about the Vox pump in general because if you remember correctly on that drop, I was trying to snipe based on a bad metadata link. You had to like subtract like 72 from the ID or some stupid shit like that. So I was just like, I thought I was sniping like sheep and all this all the cool stuff and then it ended up being where i paid like you know 1.4 whatever it ended up coming out to for a trucker or something so i never ended up making my money back on those i lost a little bit of money on box but oh well but if you held then you'd be okay if i would have held i'd be i'd be chilling so that's uh that's too bad they they were kind of like they just sat i mean vox was just vox got shit on for the longest time I mean, yeah, it I just like sat, even told. during the summer, even during the summer months. I mean, that was like through August too, yeah. where Vox just got killed. At least the floor. Someone. Oh, oh, what happened? No, I was gonna I... say when this game originally came out, we were told that if you didn't have a rare, it wasn't worth playing. So that's why I sold when I did at like half an ETH, and then now like. The floor was three x that, so even if mine wasn't earning much, I still would have been okay. But um, no, I'm happy for the people that are grinding it out and making lots of money on it. Right. I mean, King's just making a killing on this, isn't he? Because he has super rare. Ones. I mean, yeah, he's just <laughs> and it's based on rarity, isn't it? It, it is. And so yeah. Uh, Good. For I, I I made that noise because I looked back at one of my Vox sales and I sold one for 0.2 and has a 2.4 offer on it just sitting there. Oh my gosh! I have some of those. Yeah, I, yeah. I sold I the bottom that. on those. I and I do that. I, didn't I did sell that the straight bottom, but I still lost money. I, I did that with these flower girls too. I was like, okay, after what Lou was saying, after su- Saturday, I'm like, oh, this feels bad. And normally when the, when price tanks, I don't feel bad, but I felt bad this time, which told me, oh, I'm overexposed a little bit. Got to chill out. So just dumped a bunch of stuff, including Flower Girls. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, who needs Babs? Yeah, not us. Alpha Allison coming to Let's hang go. out. <laughs> How's it going, Allison? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. Good, good. Good. Uh, good. So Allison swung in my DMs uh, like, oh, sorry, I got busy with work and then doing my show. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll come on. I'm like, well, the show's now. And she's like, what? Okay, yeah, so uh, Allison's here. Sorry. And what's yeah, sorry. Uh, what's really good is oh, that would have been funny, Eric, if we had dabs instead of babs, that would have been great. Um, yeah. I, I, I really want to talk about DeFi because a lot of stuff has happened in DeFi in the past week or so, like a lot of drama, like 
capital D drama. Uh, my, my wife likes Bravo shows, but I think the drama this week in I'm serious. Do you like drama? Does anybody else like Bravo shows? I just like the, that this is the comp. A hundred percent. Allison, do you watch Bravo shows? I don't really watch TV. Okay. Trey, are you a Bravo guy? No, no, I'm not. Can't okay, say I'm. great. Well, I need, I need Gump then because apparently I'm alone on this. this island. <laughs> uh, but the drama is up there um, with these Bravo shows. So I want to start with uh, not where you think I'm going to start, Allison, I don't think, but I want to start with a self-involved uh, story. Were, were you around Katana at all and Samurai at all, Allison, this weekend? I'm aware of it. I have oh, opinions God. about it. <laughs> I'm sure you do. So, uh, the long story I'm not short. Uh, oh, I am. <laughs> oh, I am. Uh, it was a wild ride. So the long story, long short version. The long short. The long story short version of this is um, this idea is a node, quote unquote node. Yeah. It's not really a node. You uh, throw money into a hole, into a pit, and it, the token costs, let's say, ten dollars. And then other people throw money into a pit and you never get it back. And you get basically reflections back or you get paid out yeah. over time. And the idea is more people pay after you and then you get your money and then you make money on it. Yeah. yeah. This you, is what as long as, this, you're describing Hex right now as well, I believe. <laughs> yes. Those are the tokenomics of Hex. Correct. Um, so there's a few of these. Ring... Uh, Ring is one, uh, yeah. Katana or Samurai is another, which popped up. Um, and I got into Samurai very early, and then price ran up extremely fast. It was very exciting. I stayed up very late on Sun Saturday night into Sunday, watching price go up to about three hundred, which was like a ten x or so. And this was like a forever. Like, oh, good, I'm going to have this forever. And then price tanked, like literally. Uh, <laughs> down to zero. Um, where is it? Where is well, it? Yeah, the, video. Video. the video of the Play guy. So the market cap is two point one six eight trillion dollars. And now the market. Oh, oh! It went to zero. Yo! <laughs> uh, literally, it went from three hundred to a dollar. Uh, at one point. So what happened was there's a contract exploit in both Ring and Katana's contract yeah. where somebody can withdraw funds and then dump it. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's it. That's um, how a rug works? It's, uh, see, that's... Uh, it's not... I don't know if it's a rug. That's... that's yeah, that's... I think that's, probably, that's rug. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's like right on the edge. Well, yeah, I they're... think it's a slow rug. I think Ring is okay. I think they're just inexperienced. Samurai, I think, is a slow rug. So, this is just me as an outsider watching the developments of yesterday, like the past 24, however many hours. Uh, that is my opinion. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope for everyone I know that's in it that I'm wrong. So, uh, it's a to me, as somebody who has a small bit of money in it, it's a distinction without a difference, whether it's a rug or not. There's an exploit, and I have zero dollars, and I can't get any dollars. So it doesn't matter whether the, it's an in, inside job or not. Um, I'm screwed, 
essentially. So, um, but rings, what, what baffles Alice, maybe you can tell me because you're more versed in DeFi and understand these people's <laughs> brains more. Why do they keep buying the coin? <laughs> Why? Because it happened at least four or five times where it would literally jump up to like $40 and then boom, immediately back down to zero. I don't Why? know. I don't know what's going on. I, I have no idea. I could tell you what's happening in our server is oh, everyone geez. thinks, oh my God, I'm getting such a good deal. I'm just going to keep buying more. I've seen at least 10 <laughs> people have that sentiment. Oh, I don't care. It, the price went down. I'm buying more. How many more times are you going to do that? <laughs> well, and it's before That's a good question even, to ask. before they've even closed it because they've also like the devs in Katana would say, "Oh, we fixed it, and we're trying to fix it quickly." Yeah, and that happens again, which is why well, I think it's a slow rug. It could be because all they were doing was they were blacklisting addresses, which everybody on this and most people knowing it knows. Oh, if you can do it in one spot then you can go deploy a separate contract that does the same old thing on a different address okay it's not hard to do that once you do it once you have the code so that was fun to experience um th that's part of the reason also why i sold a bunch of stuff off because i'm like oh crypto's dumping i got maybe rugged feels bad man i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> sell these flower girls <laughs> just I like to make my number go girls. i liked them i didn't mint i like them I, I did, did you all mint them? I didn't. I, I'd say a lot of our Discord girls. did. A good amount of people did. The the thesis thesis is there. It's just my mental game, my moment of weakness. Like that, I can make money on these. I'm, I'm Were you and Mystic as well? No, uh, no, I was not. Well, that's good. Um, Eric's definitely well, rugged. <laughs> well, I I, rugged I wish Eric was here. <laughs> Um, I mean, he kind of is. Yeah, yeah. Eric's participating via via text. Um, Eric, uh, someone on Discord was involved in Mystic, and here you go. Okay, someone was involved and and did okay on Mystic. You got it <laughs> before they one hundred percent rugged. It was it, it's baffling to watch. So, I. <sighs> How much of DeFi is this, like the constant rugging and stuff, Allison? And how much of it is more tepid, stable-ish, yield farming, that kind of stuff? Or is it a choose-your-own-adventure? Choose-your-own-adventure. Um, Do have you, you dabbled? No, but I mean, like, what percentage? Because you, I, I don't participate in a DeFi Discord. We're, we're an NFT Discord that masquerades in some, or plays in some DeFi, I'd say. What, yeah, I like, do what's the, same the breakdown thing, of your I don't know why you think I'm like a DeFi expert. I'm really not. It's because you're in that Discord that has a bunch of DeFi folks in it. So you have the general yeah. vibe of how those people operate. So are they more into like the thrill of the, the rug and the 100X immediately? Or are they more into yeah. the slow, stable yield farming? Uh, no. The people that I'm watching, they're straight degening into everything. They don't care. These are the same people that are still going to buy Fiscus. They don't care. Oh, well, they're in okay. early. They'll just dump on everyone that buy that buys after them. That's their philosophy. If they make money, it's worth it. You have to spend money to make money. They think. I mean, it's no different than NFTs over the summer, really. I mean, you just you're just buying everything that <laughs> comes out and trying to dump it on people for for more. I mean, 
at some point. So it's yeah. just, it doesn't come with a JPEG when you're buying a, a DeFi token. Well, it, it, Go through, go through Fiscus, Allison. Explain, explain what happened with Fiscus as best you can. I'm going to choose my words very carefully. So, wait. Do you want to? Do you want me to tell it from my experience as being a member of that server and that team, or just in general? I'm, I'm more interested in the broad strokes because I, um, I don't want to put you in a bad spot, and also I think it's more interesting in the big picture, like DeFi stuff, as far as what Fiscus is. Who is behind Fiscus and then that person's backstory as well? I don't even really know what it is. I know it's a project that's trying to bring uh, off-chain assets on-chain, and they were looking for funding. They decided to uh, finance the project instead of going a traditional route, that they were going to hold an NFT sale. Then those NFTs were going to guarantee you an allocation of the token when the token swapped. It was just going to, or when the token dropped, you were just, how, whatever you bought in NFTs, you'd get the equivalent uh, dollar amount in tokens when that happened. Then mm-hmm. there was going to be a whitelist. <clears throat> the proceeds from the whitelist were supposed to boot. What is so funny? <laughs> we're supposed to bootstrap. I- I'm I'm just reading into your like your nonverbals and they're very funny to me. Oh, yeah. The uh the whitelist proceeds were supposed to bootstrap the project and then um then they were gonna drop. Now the first AMA I heard with them, the guy Cal, Bill, who who is start he? with Cal. Start with Cal. 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 Um, he said. Someone had asked him, like, oh, what? at what price do you anticipate this token um, selling for in public sale? And he said, well, probably 250 But then again, it could just go to right to 1000 right away. I mean, I guess, okay. All right. Yeah. We did see that with, um, what was it? Time did something like that, right? And then Klima did something similar. So, okay, whatever. Then there were other red flags, like in the AMA, he had said things. Um, We, some members of the community had volunteered their legal services to do some deep dives into like certain legal things that he wasn't specific, just, you know, things that the project needed. I don't know if they're lawyers. I don't really know what they are. He wasn't specific, very vague. Bunch of buzzwords. Yeah, like, wait a minute. There's only one law firm you should be using if you're trying to do a project of this magnitude, uh, launch a DAO, drop a governance token, and it's definitely not the law firm of your community. Um, And then the next thing was he said that there was going to be no vesting. So the token launches in the public sale and everyone that bought in presale immediately dumps it. The whole project is trashed. Like what is... Guy didn't know what he was talking about. This was how, my impression. How did, he, how did he justify, or what was the reasoning that he said for the zero vesting? There was no reason. Oh. It was a question from, it was just That's like, a, you were giving, you were doing an AMA. I got up on stage. I asked you the question. Person got down and they immediately went on to the next question. No one really pressed it. But I had a whole list of questions because our community was supposed to have another AMA with them. And I was going to ask him, like, 
first of all, are you an American-based project? If you are, like what state are you creating this DAO in? Because it's not really recognized in most states in this country. And uh, lastly, who's your law firm? Because if you think you're going to create a DAO, drop this token and not have some sort of legal team behind you, like the SEC is going to shut you down almost immediately. Well, not immediately, but whenever they would get around to it, like they would shut them down. Then there was a whole bunch of drama. Rumors started swirling. One particular Discord said they could no longer participate in the whitelist. Um, and then it just all went to hell really quick after that. Well, that that part's the fun part. Like the, um, I, I didn't listen, but I, I read some of the fallout from the spaces from last night. Yeah. Um, I'm going to assume that you listened because you were a very interested did, yeah. party in this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what can you summarize it for us? <laughs> Who's Cal? Um, hi, my name is Cal. I work for Fiscus. Um, but actually my name is really Phil and I am a felon and not just any felon. I was charged with 67 felonies, including running Ponzi schemes. What? <laughs> the biggest you know? red flag of all time. Like, literally. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. Wow. Jail guy. Yeah. And he well, admitted yeah. that in a Twitter space? Yes. Like, I'm he a also... felon? Or did someone press him, yeah. like, they figured out who he was and looked him up and okay, were like, hey, are you where... the Ponzi guy? <laughs> like... This is where I have to be careful on what I say. If you mm -hmm. just connect the dots, there's a reason why a certain server decided they could no longer participate in the list, in the whitelist sale. Um, then uh, there were a lot of questions swirling in the community like, oh, why did they pull out of this? Like, what's going on? So people started digging on their own. And it got to the point where I don't think he had a choice. He just had to fess Admit up. Admit it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or and then like it, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's just take like five steps back. Then there were questions last night about refunds. Like, okay, if people want refunds and they don't want to invest, will you honor that? Will you give them um whatever contribution they had back? Yeah, sure, we'll give that back. Okay, well, what happens if one hundred percent of the because by the way, they had also moved like seven hundred thousand dollars of um of ETH or you could contribute in a multiple of way, multitude of ways. It was ETH, sure. Matic, Dai, or USDC. Just like they were accepting a whole bunch of different. Yeah, things, what, whatever fine, crypto you, know, like, you have, you can send us. I'm yeah. okay with that. And uh, so they moved some to exchanges and like sold it off, seven hundred thousand dollars worth. So that's really where the question started happening. And then um, he's like, okay, well, what if one hundred percent of people re are requesting a refund? And he said, no problem, we could do that. And then if we need some extra funding, we'll just go the VC route. We were trying to avoid that uh, by doing this wholesale, but you know, uh, no VC is giving you anything. They're not even gonna talk to you. Like what? And, and then part of the project was that they had one of the things lined up was a big bank partnership. The whole reason you did this sale is because no bank would give you any money. 
I mean, that's just the reality. Like all of the articles about him, it's all public. All you just, all you have to do is Google his name. Everything is out there. It's just really unfortunate. Not to mention these things, these off-chain assets include real estate and commodities. Like this is going to be considered security. I don't know why anyone is going to invest in it. I, I don't know. There are some people that think, well, they got, uh, so you guys know the prices, right? The NFT sale was um, $5, I think. And then the whitelist was going to be $15. And then I don't know what the public sale was going to launch at. I don't know. But um, so everyone that bought the NFTs, it was only $5. So I think some people think, well, they got in so cheap. That doesn't matter what, as long as it's more than $5, they're going to make money. So they're just staying in at this point. If it even makes it to, I don't know. I think think the biggest, I think the biggest red flag here for me is the fact that these psychopaths wanted to run an NFT project and a a DeFi project almost like simultaneously at the same time. Like that sounds awful. Like running an NFT project has got to be as hard as it, like, I can't even imagine how hard it is to, to be like, deal with a community and all that stuff, much less run a deep, you know, a deep stuff at the same time. Do you know how the NFTs worked? No, I know nothing about this. Uh, okay. So, um, you could tell them there were three levels, uh, $50, $1,000 and $10,000. Um, I'm not sure what the max was that you could buy, but you could buy, I think there was a max, like on the $10,000 and the $1,000, there were maxes, but like on the 50, I think it was unlimited. I, I don't know, but you just told them, okay, I'm signing up for like X amount of each level. It was a Google form. And then you gave them your address and they would send the NFTs to you and then you would pay for them. Well, they got so many requests that that didn't really they just stopped that, okay? And then at one point, they're like, you know what? Forget forget this. Here's our address. Just send us the money. Just send us the crypto. And um, I don't know if the people that just sent crypto in got their NFTs because I I had mine sent to my address because uh, I signed up right at the beginning. Um, but I think they were just overwhelmed with the sheer volume of nfts like i don't think they were prepared for that at all um so yeah and then it wasn't an actual nft project it was just like the nft represented your amount of token allocation and then that's it nothing else like oh actually i take that back you're right there was utility with that uh you would get some type of um you would get some if you held an nft you would get some sort of uh profit sharing or something i don't oh. know just yeah just i tried to kind of like totally not a security NFTs, though totally not right? a security exactly no, if you have not. strong nfts that boost your reward like a similar concept <laughs> oh um, and then they said they were gonna ask david moss to be uh the one of the multi-sigs that guy me. Allison, I've, I have a very important question. Yeah. Did did you have to go into crypto voxels for this at all for Fiscus Dow? No. Okay, good. 
that's a joke for like four people that are watching. Um, there's some um, DeFi projects where you had to go play in crypto voxels. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. How did those projects do? One will find out later. Um, Eric and I are sweating a little bit. Um, and the other one, not great. The other one is cheese. Um, have you heard of cheese? Allison? I have. Yeah. Yeah. So that one you had to go play in crypto voxels and get the code or whatever. So yeah, not, not great, Bob. Um, so what, here's the crazier part, Allison, you, you alluded to this earlier too. Um, there are still some people who want to invest in this Fiscus Dow. Yeah. And the reason that they stated is, oh, this guy's doxxed. Therefore, can't do anything bad, right? You won't do anything wrong. I don't I don't understand these people. I don't either. What's their is their reasoning just docs they don't want to go to jail again? Is that as simple as it is? Like no one would be that stupid, but I mean the guy's got sixty-seven felonies or whatever. Like yeah, he, if you have he's that, literally like, telling you this is what I'm going to do. Like the writing is literally on the wall. He raised millions and millions just from that NFT sale, and then people he was getting ready to run the whitelist sale, which would have been even larger than the NFT sale. So I think people were thinking, well, if he didn't run away after he got all of the crypto from the NFTs. everything's good but he was just sticking around to get the rest i don't know i mean there's that whole like people do screw up um you make mistakes and you should get a second chance but you probably shouldn't try to do the exact same thing that you got charged with 67 felonies for you know like you really want a second chance with that I don't. It I don't know what. But you, the guy really can get a second chance, me. but he should not be bootstrapping uh, an NFT DeFi combo project, raising millions of dollars on promises. Yeah. That's just. I mean, if we were regulated, he would definitely not be the one. You know, <laughs> he'd be the one getting cracked down on. One hundred percent. Um. So, all of that was in the last week in DeFi world. So. NFT world does move quickly. I, maybe, maybe that's why I'm just tired because I, I dove more into DeFi world and then this crap happens. Yeah, it's been a lot. Oh boy, that's a lot. So let's do a little a little shift. Trey before the show was talking about, oh, I want to get a little bit involved in DeFi. I might want to get into DeFi kingdoms, which, as we all know, uh, the top row here, Lou and I are DeFi kingdom maxis in a way. I also in just oh, to you want to go more? Put want to get deeper? Yeah, because I already put. I have a, a decent amount. Nothing, nothing quite as crazy. You're just in the pool. I, I think you guys. Um, I, I I sent some ETH over back when it was like I got in when the price was like less than four dollars. Four dollars, yeah. So I got in before the pump, but okay. I was thinking about doing more uh, here when it dipped, and I'm just like I haven't really gotten into the hero thing. I bought a couple for exposure to it, but I I really just haven't spent the time to like dive in and figure out the questing and the summoning and like all the traits and shit. Like it just seemed very overwhelming. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to keep my stuff in the, the jewel one pool and just uh, go in there every epoch and uh, and claim it and, and just do it that way. So I'm more of the passive guy right now. 
Hey, hey, Trey. Uh, Pump's not here, so I can say this. You're, you're, it's safer this way. It, it's better where you are. I would almost <laughs> trade spots with you. I'm, I'm almost at my limit of understanding the deepness of this game because it's incredible. There are NFTs in this DeFi game. Yeah. There are professions. There are traits. There is leveling. There are. There's going to be crafting. There's runes. There's, there's fish. There's questing. Like there's just so many things going on. They're building Zelda with DeFi, and it's crazy. Um, and my brain's about to explode. Lou, have you ever felt like overwhelmed with DeFi kingdoms? Or are you like, I would like more of this and just slurping it up? What's your take on the DeFi kingdoms? Um, yeah, you can get pretty deep. What I like about it is you can, and this is something when people ask me about it now, it's like you can be as deep as you want. You can just invest in Jewel. Some people just buy Jewel and hope that the price of Jewel goes up. Some people want to get into just DeFi in, in liquidity pools in general. So it's a good way of like learning that and it's a, a cooler interface or you can get into the heroes and then there's like game theory on what they're going to do down the line. And then they're adding like avalanche platform and things like that. So they, they definitely keep adding layers, but it's a type of thing that you can get into it as much as you want. Yeah. And I, I guess I, I definitely get that. I don't see how like, the game itself, like for for a game to be successful, you need it to be like super easy to onboard new people and for them to get like for there to be like a really easy way for them to get introduced to the game and start playing it where they can just like get their feet wet. I feel like that's not there with DeFi Kingdoms. Like, I, can you even the call it a game and really? Like, yeah. it's not even the bridging. It's like people can bridge like people can follow Babs's instructions and get over the bridge just fine. Uh, you know, at least I think, but it's like what I came to where I was like, okay, I got everything set up. Now I want to look into like these heroes and stuff. And then it's like, Oh shit. Like this is, this is a lot. Like, it's not like you can just go like tootle around and like, Oh, here's my first hero. And then, start playing with it and kind of figure it out from there. Like you need to do a pretty damn deep dive to really start that process. I guess maybe that's where I got stuck and maybe I'm yeah. off on if that. If you want to play but the game. That's the, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like everyone hypes it up as this like big DeFi game, but how many people are actually going to be playing that? What is really crazy for me personally is this would be a gigantic in investment for me is like dollar value that I'm looking at right now. If I look at the mag page, but which means I should be investing a gigantic amount of town, uh, town time in this, but so you got town in your head now. I know. Oh God. Down, down, bad town, bad town, bad <laughs> town. Bad. You're welcome. Uh, I should invest a lot of time in this, but I just, people are talking about recessive traits of heroes and like, Oh, what Sounds kind of really like, complicated. It's it is. Allison. It's bonkers. It's just like the actual behind it. You don't have to go into like the actual math of what the percent chance that you're going to get this class when you mate. You know the breeding process. Like you don't have to get that deep into it. Um, just read the white paper once. You'll be good to go. I did do that. I did read the white paper. 
which was fantastic. That's what I'm saying. Is like it's as complicated as you want it to be. Like you don't have to like in Zed, you could go down the oh, what's the perfect horse for me to breed this horse with so that I can optimally and you don't have to like yeah. do all that. Like you can, but it's, it just adds way more stress. If this is what DeFi land is going to be like, yeah. I'm never going to make it in that game. Okay, Allison, redeeming DeFi land. People are trying to back out on me here, but I, I'm trying Ooh. to get into DeFi land. Why? Yeah, yeah. I'm try- I've been trying to get a code. Last week, I was asking. What's DeFi land? In the next I couple days, they're, they're having a beta starting in the next couple days, yeah, right? Yeah, public beta, yeah. Yeah. That's Thursday for token holders, right? Isn't it Thursday? I think it is. Yeah, it's it was Thursday like 72 hours or something. So good, good news, everybody. Allison's going to hang out with us nerds more because she needs us for DeFi lands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, right. But, but Gump, the point is, can you have two complicated things? That's what she's saying. She's already planning to have DeFi land be complicated. So is this just going to be something where I can go stick my money in it just like I am DeFi Kingdom and like reap the rewards yeah. of all you DGens like going in and actually playing the game? Like yeah. that's, that's exactly right. That sounds pretty it's the same to thing. Me. It's, I just, mean, it's on Solana. Yeah. Oh, shit. So it's, you know. I do have some Solana. I loaded up my Solana, Solana wallet with like 12 Solana <laughs> back when it was like 30 bucks and we were first trying Solana NFTs. I tried one drop failed and it has been sitting in there ever since those were the days those you're the smartest the man i've ever met Trey. <laughs> i didn't get rocked like dangy which might still be a sore subject i i'm it's fine it's over now uh we we will definitely help you with DeFi land i do think it's All a right, choose right. your adventure kind of thing where you can get deep in it if you want you don't have to these folks they go like it is a time sunk, but it sink, but it is it's money if you sink time into it. Not to yeah. the level currently of Vox, where if you spend time on Vox, then you can make a good amount of money if you have a good enough. Uh, I don't know what they are NFT with them, but I I, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. There are plenty of people. Here's an example: Pranksy, who we discussed earlier in the show, is a whale yeah. who swept the art blocks curated. He bridged a bunch oh. over into DeFi land. He has it sitting in the bank, which is not even in the liquidity pool. Fine. He's he's betting on, Bang like on somebody said, price. us nerds bringing, coming over, wanting to play the game, putting in our 200, 2,000, whatever dollars to buy heroes and play the actual game. So, yeah, you can play it however you want. I think I think there's going to be value there in DeFi land for sure. Um, all right, Allison. Way back when, we I DM'd you about coming on the show, and I said, hey, how did that auction go? And I said, would you be willing to talk about it? And you said, sure, here's what happened. I go, no, 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 save it for the show because I don't even know what happened. Um, are you willing to chat about the auction? Yeah. Um, and if so, how how did it go? I am eager to hear this. It went, it was a disaster. <laughs> um, oh. Thankfully, my NFTs, my NFT was not in the auction. Um. But it has hurt the floor really, really bad to the point where I don't know, like, like I just said, I'm, I wasn't in that auction, so I didn't sign a contract. I don't know what the contract said, but I think that there would be grounds to break that contract if I had signed one. So this was supposed to be a charity auction. I mean, it was a charity auction ending on Giving Tuesday. 
And the proceeds were supposed to help a nonprofit, Sustento, um, that works with like frontline healthcare workers, uh, giving supplies for clinics and whatever, stuff like that. Um, and so a full set of the NFTs was going up for auction. But not only that, there was an opportunity to have commissions and artwork, and if you wanted to, and put it in there as well. And so there were, I don't know how many pieces, but there were also a number of pieces that were created to go along with this, with the same thing, proceeds going to this charity. Uh, this was with Sotheby's Metaverse. Um, and I think those are the most important details. Was so, it the first time they did Sotheby's Metaverse? Like, was this the first? One of, yeah. Specific? They yeah. just announced another one today. I bet it's going to go just as poorly unless they fix yeah. the problems in a week, which I doubt. That's just wondering. So, first of all, there was a complete lack of advertising or PR or anything before the auction started. Um, the announcement was due the day that Constitution Dow and the Banksy sale happened. So all of those events happened on the same day. So Sotheby's made a decision that they were going to postpone the announcement until Monday, which is fine, fair enough. Like you don't want it getting lost in the news cycle. So Monday comes, there is an announcement, there's a Twitter spaces, um, and then things start. Well, the problem started pretty much immediately. Um, the auction site wasn't up and running right away. Like it took hours for it to, the Meta, Sotheby's Metaverse, um, it took hours for it to be up and running. There was no press on it, like none. Um, and you would think that a lot of publications would have covered that because it was one of the first um, Sotheby's Metaverse auctions because it was these Twitter NFTs, everyone got them for free. Sotheby's has no experience with people getting things for free and then putting them up for auction. And so it was very unique. It was the first time they'd ever had an event like that. Um, then next problems were people couldn't really register on the site. There was problems being able to bid. Um, it was the Sustento uh, like additional pieces, which were you know the commissioned pieces, they weren't even on the Sotheby's Metaverse site. They were on the giving block, but there was no direction for anyone to know that like, oh yeah, by the way, there's these you know 10 other pieces on this other website. They're actually connected to this main auction. It's all one event. No one knew, no one knew where to go. Then the rep for the charity actually came people had started raising some concerns like uh no one's hearing anything about this i think people don't know about it we haven't really seen it in the press so um he said yeah my team's working on a roadmap. we'll be posting it here tomorrow okay so the besties that's what like the group is called everyone was like instantly irritated by it for obvious reasons um and i just flat out said not really sure Sorry about that. I, I'm not really sure why uh, why we're supposed to be doing the PR and influencer outreach. Like that's right. that's your job. And then it's only because one of the besties, Siobhan Wong, she's another, um, she's an NFT artist. You may have heard of her. She is a holder of the Twitter NFTs. Um, and she did a beautiful piece for the auction called The Hug. It was stunning. Uh, she's friends with Oh Shiny. So she got us on the Oh Shiny show. 
this was like the day that the auction was ending. I think that that was, that was giving Tuesday that day that that Oshani episode happened at this point, there wasn't even like two ETH bids across the board. So everyone is freaking out about it. Um, the people with the NFTs are like so upset because they don't want to give their NFT up for two ETH. Um, and Sotheby's in the middle of this live Twitter spaces, Sotheby's essentially rugged the auction. They legit just shut it off in the middle of the spaces promoting the actual auction. How and then there was one post by them that the auction was postponed. Well, you'll hear back from us soon. That was it. None of the people that had their NFTs in the auction have heard from Sotheby's since. Sotheby's didn't clarify that uh, it was due to like gross negligence on their end um, with the auction site not working. Then the worst thing that could possibly happen was Vincent Van Doe retweeted the Sotheby's post and just like tore it apart. Like he basically rugged a charity auction. What? Yeah, it was really bad. And there were a lot of oh, It was really gosh. bad. So there's been three <laughs> sales in the past like 24 hours, varying from eight and a half ETH to 12. I mean. Wow. It had that a floor like, of that's like awful. ETH. Like, and that's, that's the problem with like, I think we've seen that a couple times with like these like Sotheby's and Christie's not displaying the mm -hmm. NFTs like in a way that would make them aesthetically pleasing. And they, people have just had issues with yeah. you know, these traditional auction houses that sell traditional art having a, you know, pretty tough time merging with like web three type stuff. And obviously, I mean, they dropped the ball completely there. Like you said, yeah. I mean, that's got to be grounds to break the contract. I mean, how does that even work? So. Did they? Did you have the option to put your NFT? No, because part of, actually, or was it just a person that, that got picked? Yeah. So the person that organized the auction happened to hold the same one that I do. So I never had the option, but oh, yeah. everyone else did. <clears throat> he just like put out a call among in the group. If anyone wants to participate in this, let me know. It was like that. Wow. Yeah. Um, and that's crazy. That person doesn't really seem all that nice. Someone hey, really yeah. wait, someone named Cage Lawyer. You guys, one of you knows him, I feel like. Someone in um Club MGMI knows him because they sent me a message telling me, like, I also know someone that has a Twitter NFT. Anyway, this guy pretty much spoke up for the entire group of people. Um, he said what everyone was either unwilling or unable to articulate. And the auction organizer, um, the NFT holder did not take it well and basically told him to stop whining and go F off. It was, it's really something, I, I don't know. Hopefully it'll recover. I mean, I always said, I didn't pay anything for it. So it's fine. Like I haven't lost anything. I mean, knowing that I could have sold it for like in between this range of a lot of money, it sucks, but it isn't affecting my life in one way or the other. Like I'm very lucky that, yeah, I'm very lucky that it's really, it doesn't change my life at all. Um, I hope it recovers though, because I did have plans in the future when you could um, 
take loans against NFTs or whatever, you know, high value assets to use it in that way. We'll see. Maybe no. like the historical aspect will, I have no idea. But also Vincent Van Doe actually did want to buy one and he was really angry. That's why he tweeted about it, that he was wait, he had set three alarms to for the last hour of the auction because he has one of those Twitter egg um, NFTs and he wanted Reply Guy to go with that. So he was really pissed. Hit him up, say, hey, you <laughs> just send me 20 ETH. We'll go 50-50 on this. I mean, if anyone's trying to get one now, the floor is like next to nothing. So it would be easy to collect one. I don't well, know who still enough. has theirs up for sale. But I'm just going to hold it and see That's what happens. That's a major bummer. It, yeah, it is. But, you know, what can you do? I mean, the, even if you good got part it for it. free. The, the upside it. is like... You saw the number. Yeah. Vincent yeah. Van Doe is not... He's not anti those NFTs. He's anti Sotheby's and how they treated Very the NFT so. world, right? Yeah. So there's upside there. Um, we've recently, in our channel, we've talked about uh, OpenSea and going the IPO route, which means not rewarding their current users who have been printing money for them for a long time yeah. uh, this year. A lot, not a long time, printing a lot of money in a short period of time for them this year um, and a few years past, but um, we want competition. So I wonder. If there's a Web3 native auction house that would be accepted, because the advantage of Sotheby's having NFTs is we can get um, non-crypto native money into the ecosystem through that auction house. And Sotheby's is a reputable name. This is a Web3 kind of weirdo space. How do we kind of bridge that gap? So I wonder if that's one one arena that could go in the future for charity auctions like this. Because I think that's the... Um, your bags, are, that's terrible. I can't like that feeling is the worst. Like losing money is one thing, but like losing expected money hurts so bad, at least for me. So that sucks so much. And the fact that it was a charity auction too, so that that hurts even more. I'm like, Oh, and it was, it was like, yeah. yeah, it was supposed to be so legit. Like they had, it had everything for the makings of a good NFT drop and just, you know, a, a premium, yeah. like roll out the red carpet type thing you know, white glove treatment. And it just didn't get that, which is. I don't understand. I don't think anyone does, but I mean, it is what it is. No one can like the damage is done at this point. It cannot be undone. The only thing that can potentially undo it is time. Just gotta wait. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think, I think there's hope just because it's web three versus Web2, Normie, VC fund, that kind of thing. That narrative is definitely in play as far as the anti-Sotheby's kind of stuff. So I think there's hope in the future. Um, specifically for that collection and for, um, as we discussed, your bags, Allison. So thank you for sharing that story. I really appreciate oh, it. Yeah. I know no it was kind problem. of a, it was a good cliffhanger from last time when we chatted about um, yeah. your bags and what those looked I like. Mean, I was forward. like so, so pumped about this, but Oh, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, that's you should be pumped about something like that. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, the way that they dropped it and everything leading up to the auction was perfect. It seems like uh, it was more yeah. just the execution. All right, Allison. Yeah. So we we've asked you before, and I know Trey said he's got to run in a little bit. Um, so before Trey goes, 
do you have any alpha for us or any projects you're looking out for in the near future? Yeah, Lou, Lou's excited. <laughs> Lou woke up for this one. What What do you have I on, don't on the think docket? I have anything. Defiant. I was about to say you, you, you <laughs> had one right is there. That, is that alpha though? Doesn't everyone know about it? We've already talked about it. I that know. way. I didn't. So oh, well, I'll be getting yeah, Defy Land. But I've been okay, MIA awesome. last like two weeks. I think it's going to be really complicated though, so I'm a little nervous about it. But the minute that the public beta opens, I'm jumping in there. Um, let me let me give you a little lesson in content as a, a content creator, Allison. Okay, it can, you can call it alpha when it, even when it's not alpha. You can just say it's alpha, and then it people will alpha. think it is. Just say it is. It's fine. Yeah, we already talked about it, but the alpha is we already gave you the alpha, so take it and then run with it. Okay, wait, maybe I have something. Um, oh, look at her getting on her phone too. She's gotta amazing. like look it up. This is this could be some good shit. I don't really know if it is. She's got to like go into the depths just, of her notes app. Yeah. I had to just. Started. Are you in your DMs? Is it in your DMs no, right now? No, I'm not. Just reading some. Notes. You don't have to show me. Um, you can't that read one. It. Um, okay, so this is a token that's just launched. I think like within the past month. It's called MetaCoin. Does anyone know about it? Yeah, I've heard of MetaCoin. Like. Dollar sign oh, M E T A. No, D M E D A. Like D is Oh, dog. no. Ooh, okay. Meta. Okay. <laughs> Flipped it on his head. What is Meta coin? Okay, there's a game called Meta Bots. And apparently, it was like a really well known oh, no. Japanese TV show, like back in the day, maybe when we were all growing up. Some of us are older than others. I get the impression that that was around. The time frame that it was on. Um, they are now turning that into a blockchain-based NFT strategy game set to... Okay, first of all, around Christmas, it's coming out in the App Store. Um, iPhone so and the Google Store. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. We'll, we'll see. But it's also going to launch on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 5, and Xbox. And there'll be like a PC version. Supplies it's not launching around billion. Christmas. It's launching, oh, on, it's launching Christmas. on Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's real cheap. So, so if you'd you just be able to buy with your $40 jewel some meta coins. Yeah. Okay. When I say it's cheap, it's like not even one cent. I'm I'm excited. Oh, it's Binance. Oh, it's BSC. Oh, fun. Those are fun. We'll see. Like, at, yeah, I, I should have mentioned that. Sorry. I but I just DLC. found out about this today. So I have not even done much research on it yet. I watched a few videos on YouTube. So, Allison, what's your, what's your price target by uh, end of the year? It's a joke. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> what are, what are your, uh, <laughs> okay, you trick. immediately say joke. Well, I just wanted her to know, like, because she doesn't know my sense of humor as, as well. Like, calling for a price target, like, I don't, I don't care. It'd be, it'd be very <laughs> silly to give me a price target right I'll here. Trey gets it. Trey gets it for sure. Uh, <clears throat> okay, Lou, do you have anything coming up that you're interested in NFT wise, coin wise? Um. I get yeah maybe while while we have Allison on like are you concerned about time? Oh my god! In general, me the coin, the coin. I'm not time. in time. Oh, I thought you were. Mm -mm. 
Okay. Are you guys concerned about it is the question. No. There are lots of people who seem concerned about it. Um, it's just, it's, it's down kind of bad recently. Um, the, just, just Danny's the been calculator. saying some weird stuff. Like, did you see that tweet earlier, Dangy? I shared it in our Club DeFi. Yeah, it's and I don't, not I don't want to work. Don't put don't it up pull. on the screen, but, uh, yeah, is that something that you want the leader of a coin to be doing? Um, then there was MCC was the other one that oh like were they a rug? Were they not a rug? So I pretty much lost all my money in them. Yeah, like the the that I a lot of people are losing like not all my over eighty percent yeah. of their coins, Jeez. and um, it's just it it does seem like it's a little worrisome in some of these places right now. Um, it seems like. There's a little more risk than maybe there seemed to be a couple weeks ago. I mean, is that thing um, at zero yet? MCC? MCC? I, I don't think so. Maybe but, I just um, have to if, back. if Katana's not at zero, then MCC shouldn't be at zero. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's just uh, kind of trying to just float along right now. Not get too deep into any specific thing. Like I already have DeFi kingdoms, which I'm pretty deep in. So um, just kind of watching from afar in some things and making sure the market is generally like strong enough to, to go into other things. But I mean, I think this past weekend showed that a lot of people have some pretty packed bags and um, don't, over lever yourself because i think a lot of people got exposed by that this past weekend and it was kind of crazy but um yeah just make sure you're taking profits every once in a while because i think some people have to get told that other people are doing that on their own but um yeah i think they're don't don't spread yourself too thin either trey are you do you have anything you're looking forward to this upcoming week uh, getting back in the Discord and just in general, getting <laughs> not sitting on my ass and watching Netflix twenty four seven like I have been the last like week and a half. My routines are so off; it's kind of crazy. So it just feels weird. Um, so excited to kind of like get back in my my normal routine back in the Discords and like I said, I kind of want to deploy some of that ETH. So I'll be figuring out what to, what to do with that this week. I like that. Sounds like, like maybe that. time isn't uh, the right the right place to put it. I mean, it's one of the better entry points. Okay. <laughs> That's. I mean, yeah. It's you're That's getting fair. like a three thousand dollar discount on it right now. Yeah. True. So, <clears throat> um, Allison, do you have anything you're looking at this upcoming week, NFT wise or otherwise? No. Um... <laughs> No, I was actually looking up something right now that I was going to tell you guys about. It's this, it's this project called Nodal Cash. Has anyone heard of it? It's like Helium, but on your phone. And uh, the reason that I like it is I think that um, anyone can participate in it. And we know even in developing nations, everyone has a cell phone. And I think that that is... Um, 
it's difficult for people in some of these countries to get a helium miner, but they already have cell phones. So I think that alone uh, makes the project slightly better than helium. It Are you a helium, the same. helium person? Yeah, I do. I have a helium miner, but it's not it's not doing too great right now. Uh, I need to do something with it. Like, I think I need a better antenna. I don't know. I'm not technical with talk. stuff like that, so I really need someone to help me. We're, we, we can talk. We're some helium. There's some helium people around. Yeah, um, yeah well, Nodal Cash is just an app you can download on your phone, and it, there's like a little map like this, see, and you get... They're in a parachain auction now, um, so we'll see. I'm just going to keep doing it and hope that it's okay. It doesn't cost me anything, so... It takes um, yeah. the same kind of data that. as... Uh, yeah. I'm, it's like a... I think the project lead is French. Um, I've been in their Discord for a long time, like since early spring. So they're tracking your phone? GPS? Um, yeah, I think so. It only, it's really strange mm -hmm. though. Like it, if you have a Android phone, it works a lot better than it does on iPhone, like most of these huh. things. I yeah. mean, that's a surprise. Yeah, weird. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Weird. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, I have. Lou and I are on the same page. <laughs> um, yeah. So, there's an old, not an old saying, but there's a saying in if something's free, then you're the product or whatever, uh, or you're the thing that you're you're being sold. Yeah, they're. Yeah. I guarantee you, they're selling your personal data related to that. Um, that that's not, really I'm not putting don't... value judgment on that. I. You should I, have it happens, I use, I, Maybe that's yeah. I'll look at it for sure. I, that's my hunch is that that's what's happening i'm personally interested in clone x to see what happens when they reveal um, i forgot about that yeah uh that's a biggie there did you guys all get into it i got I in thought about buying and then i didn't i didn't end up i was there i saw that dutch as it was happening and i just decided not to buy trey's just been but out of the game like, for the past couple yeah, weeks yeah right well i i saw it i was trying to decide whether I wanted to jump in at that price. But. That, that was like the type of thing that if you're going to jump into something, at least, you know, you didn't have to do as much research on that versus yeah. like these random little projects. Well, those are the projects that I'm honestly, quite honestly, trying to avoid is because it was just like constant bleeding ETH. Like, I, I don't like bleeding ETH, especially right now. And I still think that there's room left to run. I mean, in the bull run, I mean, I'm not just minting those stupid little projects, you know, and then, you know, they end up going to zero. That's just not, uh, it's not quite the same as it was back over the summer. But, but I, yes, but the, the ape yacht club kids, whatever. I thought that was one of those. I put that in the category of like dumb little project and then look at them go. I don't understand it. And there's desperate ape wives. What yeah, is that? I don't understand that yeah. one so, at all. The Desperate Ape Lives apparently have been killing it at these in real life events. They were at the oh. NFT NYC and then Art ba something mm. happened with them and Art Basil that set this one off. But I guess they've been doing really cool like community and in-person events. But I mean, that still, that one's what, like one and a half ETH floor? And that one, most people I feel like agree, not the best looking art. Yeah, I don't think so but, either. I'm shocked at that. 
It just boggles the mind. Someone but then again, had, I went uh, to Alpha Girls Club yesterday, so my opinion is not really uh, <laughs> not really worked very much lately. It happens. It happens. In um, honor of our DeFi conversation, um, I want to share it one more time, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, hit like, hit subscribe, follow Lou Dog on Twitter. Are you Lou Dog Sports or Lou Dog? Lou Dog Sherman. Lou Dog Sherman. Oh, Twitter. Yeah, uh, follow at CP Trey on Twitter. Allison, what's your Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? Uh, my name, Allison Newell. Perfect. Do you want to plug anything else? No. <laughs> Great. Um, Allison has another Discord uh, <clears throat> that I ended up joining earlier this week that she's not plugging, but whatever. If you want me to chat, I can't about believe it you now. didn't even or tell me. Show? None of you told me that you joined. <laughs> well, we didn't know it was yours. We just lurking in the shadows. Oh. Well, we got we got into DeFi DGen stuff, and then we're like, oh, this these people have good alpha, and it's yeah, it's yeah. Allison's people. Alpha Allison. <laughs> uh, follow now me on Twitter at Ben Ewing. For you anymore. That's You're true. Yeah, that's true. We're getting in ourselves. That's it's funny how that works. Like alpha is basically just being in the right discord, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and being able to send it to a different discord where you're the one that has the alpha. Yeah. <laughs> I've been chasing Storm's alpha the entire year and I have not found it yet. Because I, okay. I want Storm's alpha because he's like Storm's just cheese. sharp. He's uh, just well, sharp. And he's sharp and he's early. On cheese, he's like, oh, what, what are you doing? Where have you been, Storm? He's like, oh, I've been playing in crypto voxels. And then the next day, we learned about cheese, which was in crypto voxels. So he was literally a day early. So I now I know if he says he's just hanging out in crypto voxels, I got to go sniffing around, finding where that is. Um, so follow the show on Twitter at Club NGMI. Thank you all for hanging out. Uh, let me find what do I want. I want. So the market cap is $2.168 trillion. And now the market. Oh! Oh! It went to zero! Yeah!